Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. The game is starting. Everyone is here. I got my snacks, my friends, and a beer. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. That, of course, the dulcet tones of the Lonely Island's We Like Sports. I uh, gotta be honest, I don't even particularly like that song as much as I like the Lonely Island, but... Kind of fits the narrative of this episode, and also it's a throwaway episode, this particular one, so who gives a shit? Welcome to bonus episode number three of Underemployed. When we recorded episode 41 originally, it was on Saturday the 14th, and we mentioned this in the episode you ended up hearing, in episode 41, that we recorded it. And I edited it, put together music, sound effects, all that. In fact, it has the same music, and it had the same music intro and outro that you ended up hearing on the actual episode that got released. But we recorded it, and when I sent it to David, he listened to it and said, you know, he wasn't a fan of how the audio sounded. And the reason for that was, uh, you hear it alluded to in this that David was down in Fredericksburg in the trap. Just that trap. Going to marinate Thank you, big boy. He didn't have his laptop with him. He used his phone, and subsequently the audio was glitchy, kind of went in and out a few times. Had to edit around it, but it, it wasn't perfect, and you could still hear it. And David asked if we could record again. I said, yeah, sure. So we ended up redoing the show. We covered the same topics. We also added the Washington NFL franchise nickname talk uh we didn't do that originally and we figured ah, we can do that for the new one but what one of the differences in that one was we put a time limit on the sports segments partially because i just felt like sometimes they went on too long more so than anything though uh, because i actually kind of like sometimes when we get detailed on sport it depends but i also just didn't feel like having this risk in going 45, 50 minutes and having to do an edit another really long episode in a day or so. Um, but we recorded it again, sounded better. And I said, we would release a bonus episode of clips from the first recording. And that's what we're going to do. What you're going to hear is stuff that is kind of new, um, more in depth discussion on hockey and soccer and baseball and basketball. Um, and even the XFL. You'll hear some overlap from some of the segments because there's something new in there or it adds more context to what you heard in the actual episode, if that makes sense. So, uh, you know, this is new, although it is still a uh, sports-dominated show. And uh, I got to be honest, if you're listening to a bonus episode of a sports-specific show of Underemployed, you have to be a dedicated fan to this show. Uh, By which I mean, hey, Bethany... How are you doing? Hope your school year is going well. <laughs> Hope everything's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you and David had a good time down in Fredericksburg. Hope all is well. Looking forward to seeing you again. Uh, I don't expect a lot of people to listen to this, and that's okay. That's okay. We just wanted to give you all the full uh, uh, painting. You know, We wanted to give you the context of the art that we gave you. Uh, sure, that makes sense. Anyway, uh, about 23 minutes, I think, of the first recording after this. Uh, I don't think I'll need to interrupt the show. I already put it together. So 
enjoy. You'll hear me again at the end. Sign off. And uh, let's get to it. Welcome back to Underemployed, y'all. David here, coming to you from the church. Uh, this is Jack Selby coming to you from, uh, I guess, the palace. Uh, the, the the Parkersburg version of... It is true. It actually would be a good name for the palace. I mean, an entirely uncontained and un precedented global pandemic tends to shut things down yeah um, specifically sports and in the words of public enemy shut them down shut them shut them down we like this show to be silly i mean ultimately at the end of the day this is a show that features sound effects of cows and rappers bitch i'm a cow bitch i'm a cow this show's stupid but we care about this show so we don't want to half-ass something so we uh we whole ass one thing right never half-ass two things whole ass one thing so thank fucking goodness that the last month sports hallelujah have finally returned how great is our god adam silver yes uh adam silver who uh, single-handedly shut down everything in america lest we forget uh also resurrected everything in america truly <laughs> he is he's like the homer line about alcohol to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Adam Silver, the killer and giver of life. This episode will primarily focus on sports, and you know what? If y'all don't like it, I get it, but guess what? We got 40 other episodes you can listen to. Go listen to the Britney interview. She talks about her menstruation cycle or something. It's great. Anyway, um... <laughs> she talks about bleeding. If you bleed, let me know. So I'm going to start this by throwing a question David's way. Um, David, a big hockey fan. I, not so much. David, I want you to explain to me and the people at home, um, what the fuck the NHL's round-robin play-in game was. I had absolutely no idea how it worked. Um, I think it's now kind of gone to a settled in, but, but go for it. Yes. So the best way to describe what the NHL did is it's very similar to for the top four seeds in the Eastern and the Western Conference. Uh, they did... The equivalent of a group stage with like a soccer tournament, uh, and we'll also talk about a little Champions League later. Uh, but it's essentially a group stage where everybody plays everybody once, and you get points based on wins or draws, or you know, no points based on a loss. And whoever comes out on top out of that is the one seed. Everybody in those round robins i really hated that they called it a round robin i, I would have preferred if they just called it a, they just called it a group because round robin especially for somebody who was a, a club athlete in college yes woo woo club athlete uh, a round robin tournament meant nothing a round robin was like oh this is just a, a one-day scrimmage like this tournament doesn't count for anything in standings this is just like this is a chance for us to get some newbies some playing time and work on some strategy. Th these were meaningful games, so this was a group stage. You had the Eastern and the Western Conference, the four seeds in both. I don't remember who was in the West. The East, it was the Bruins, the Flyers, the Lightning, and the Capitals. Okay. Uh, Capitals came out as a three seed, Bruins were the four seed, uh, Lightning were the two, and the Flyers were the one. Um, Montreal lost to the Montreal Canadiens, which, or no, Montreal lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, and that's just absolutely delicious because it is hilarious when Toronto loses. Yes. Uh, in the Western Conference, uh, I, I don't, I will be honest with you, I don't watch a whole lot of Western Conference hockey. <laughs> I don't stay up as late as I used to. Uh, I don't have to. Um, 
so I, I just don't, you I, know? Puck I w- drops at 10.30, that game's over at 1. I, I, I'm asleep. I will say for my job last year at the uh, radio station not bound by terrestrial means that um the the the, ter- the radio station not bound by terrestrial means has truly been a godsend for me lately thank yes uh, with champions league and uh baseball and like sports and whatnot when it first came out uh, two decades ago it was revolutionary like oh my god i could listen to a fucking a, a st louis cardinals game in maine like what is it like it was insane so but those west coast hockey games were <laughs> tough Basically, they had the top four seeds in uh, the Eastern and the Western Conference playing them, playing each other, and then they had eight seed. They had the uh, uh, five through eight, I believe it was. Or no, five through twelve. Yeah, five through twelve playing um, essentially as a play-in game, and then there were a few teams that weren't invited, notably <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings, who were absolute dog shit this year wow it it cannot it cannot be overstated how bad the red wings were this year how how Uh, mighty have fallen man yeah i mean we're talking about a team that went on what a uh, a a a stanley cup playoff run longer than the uh san antonio spurs that just ended and for some context the spurs just uh missed the playoffs and by the way as a laker fan who doesn't like the spurs i can't even enjoy it this year because it's a weird playoff bubble thing and it's a fucking pandemic i get no joy out of this day i thought would bring me so much joy it's nothing um but yeah the spurs hadn't made the play missed the playoffs since 97 and the red wings went on a longer run than that for some comparison Eight year run. Yeah, that's insane. Um, for some context, yeah. also, I am 28 years old. I've been on the earth for yeah. that the Red long. Wings made, the Red Wings had had made the playoffs basically longer than I had been alive. Yeah. And so what we've got now is a more traditional sort of playoff format. Bruins have been underwhelming, and Tuka Rask also just left the bubble to go home and be with his family. Mm-hmm. Reason for which is unclear, but quite frankly, none of our business. Yeah, exactly. If you want to leave, you got to leave. Yeah. It's one of these things where I I feel like I've said it on this podcast, but like athletes owe us nothing. Right. Like we, we as fans are not entitled to anything. It is a business, but these people are people. I'm a human being. At the end of the day, if, if Tuka Rask feels that it is better for him and better for his family for him to be there then he should be there Absolutely. and that is really the only discussion that needs to happen yeah uh, the lightning have lightning i believe are tied in their series and the flyers got the brakes beaten off of them by the montreal canadians yesterday so um, that was that was an interesting and for a local angle how are the caps doing not well. Oh. Uh, they are down two to the Islanders, coached by Bear, their Barry. former coach, Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz. The Islanders are playing Barry Trotz hockey. Very defensive, but killing it on the break and, you know, having themselves a grand old time. Uh, uh, but as you can attest, David, now that it's been a couple years removed, it doesn't feel as stressful because the Caps won the Stanley not Cup. Not at all. It's the anxiety of, like, is this, is this the year the Caps choke it again? just doesn't exist it's like you know what they got one and if they choke it again it's just it's just no big deal you know they've had some injuries nick backstrom's been out um lars eller just came back but like it really is hard to replace the production of of backstrom he is in my opinion a hall of fame caliber player uh and i get that you know it's gonna sound very homer 
homery for me sure. to say that, but like, so what? Yeah. Dude's put up numbers. Dude's put up numbers for all of his career. He's been consistent. He does it all. And, you know, it certainly helps that he's feeding one of the all-time, if not the greatest pure scorer in the history of the NHL. But, like, Ovi can't, Ovi can't win by himself. Uh, so. Yeah, not at this point, no, he can't. And he's 37? 36. 36, okay. One more thing, though, before we move out of hockey. Yes. The Edmonton Oilers, who have probably the best player on the on the planet, Connor McDavid, yeah. absolutely flamed out. And it is really wild to me right now how many great young players, excite, like the next generation of players in, in the NHL, how many of them are playing north of the border and how many of them are on dog shit teams. It's... it's- both good for the NHL because you want more Canadian teams better because the Canadian teams really haven't done anything in the last few decades. Um, but Canadian teams won a Stanley Cup since before I was born. Right. Um, I think it, the Edmonton Oilers when they had Gretzky. I think no, there was one after that. Um, I mean, the Ottawa Senators made the final three years ago, four years ago, four years ago, playing just the ugliest. They they, they played hockey that would remind you of the 90s uh, Devils, where it was just really ugly, grinded out. Like, it was... The Devils played the equivalent of Memphis Grizzlies. Grit grit and grind hockey. (laughs) Grit and grind. The last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup Finals was the Montreal Canadiens in 1993. Hey, buddy. Before... Yeah, then the Oilers in 90. And then actually, there was a span for before that when they uh, had it for a while. It was uh, going backwards from 90. Edmonton, Calgary, Edmonton, Edmonton, Montreal. Um, Edmonton, Edmonton. So, yeah, and then they just flamed out. Edmonton when Gretzky was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had, they had Gretzky and Messier. That's a pretty dope combo. Um, but yeah, not just him. They had Coffee and a couple other guys. Like, that Edmonton team in the in the 80s, I think, had five Hall of Famers on it. I'm going to pretend you said coughing the, the Pokemon that Team Rocket had and uh, just imagine that they played yes. hockey with a, weird, with a weird ball of gas. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Somehow, I mean, look, he, he was terrible offensively, but he put in a great check. He was <laughs> tremendous on the penalty kill. Oh, that's a reference that goes over everybody's head. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, it it's just I hope people get that. I appreciate that, Jeff. So traditionally, Champions League is a home and away series. Um, or as they say, a tie. I don't understand how, why it's a tie, but whatever. I don't understand any of soccer's terminology, so. There's a lot of stuff, you know, as a fan that I still don't, like, you know, I'd say I'm a pretty, pretty, pretty connected fan. I still don't understand a lot of this. Um, but the traditional has been a home and away. Uh, what they've done now for the semifinal or the quarterfinals uh, is it's a one-game knockout. Okay. So we've had PSG versus Atalanta. PSG is a team funded by blood money and oil money um, in Paris, uh, owned by so I we believe sh- the Co- believe they're owned by the Kuwaitis. So we should root for Atlanta, where the players were. At- At- okay. Unfortunately, they have been they got uh, uh, Atlanta was. And is an incredibly fun team to watch. Um, a lot of really, it's they play like Bar, they play like early two thousands Barcelona, 
in that there's a lot of possession and there's a lot of uh, breaking you down, like a, a lot of one-on-one -on -one breakdowns, but they just, they score goals in buckets. They unfortunately lost to PSG, and then you had, uh, who was it? Uh, Barcelona versus uh, Bayern Munich, and Bayern Munich beat them 8-2. Mm. Red Bull, uh, RB Leipzig played... Oh goodness, who did they play? Uh, I think it was Real Madrid and RB Leipzig won. And then Olympic Lyon beat Manchester City today 3-1. And that was a, that was a, a huge upset. So uh, Bayern Munich is probably the betting favorite to win and they certainly look incredible. They're, they've had, th their breakout player of the season has been a 19-year-old Canadian left back for them named Alfonso Davies, who is and it cannot be overstated. Dude's got a dude, dude's got a rocket strapped to his back. He is so fast. He's fast. He's really, really fast. I mean, he's so fast. He makes fast people look not fast. I got it. He's fast. I'll talk baseball. Um, my Giants, who, as I spoke uh, about a minute ago, just hit a three-run homer to go up in the A's. We're recording this on Saturday to paint a picture. Um, probably aren't going to make the new wave playoffs, um, unfortunately. But the So the way baseball playoffs are working this year, they have two more playoff teams. It's going to be the top two teams in each division, and then two more, the two best records after that. Um, right now it's it's still weird like i'm watching i'm i'm you know i'm watching game with cardboard cutouts in the stands and and all this and i, I truly appreciate the cardboard cutouts in the stands um someone sent someone put a bartman in the stands at that is just a plus level yeah. trolling Someone paid. Someone apparently paid to have Osama bin Laden put in at mm. a an Arsenal game because he was allegedly an Arsenal fan. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's some PR that Arsenal probably wants to get away from. I was like, hey, whoa, 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 we're 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 Gucci uh, on that. But I, it's such a so it's a bit of a weird adjustment. But now I'm, it's still at the end of the day, it's still a game. It's still baseball. I'm still used to it. Um, it has been fun watching. I'm kind of looking at the stands now. The Miami Marlins are on top of the East, partially because they, they missed like seven games with coronavirus concerns, but you know, they're still on top of their So the Nats technically did get swept by the O's, but then yeah, they came back and won the, the follow-up game 15 to three, which is uh, rough. Now, but if you haven't, if you don't, if you know why they had to make up the game, it's because, and I was watching this live when it happened, uh, their tarp crew zigged when they should have zagged and uh, got a piece of the tarp caught on the field. And while there was a torrential downpour happening in our nation's capital, they for 15 minutes could not get that tarp going. And it was- Let me tell you, that rain, that downpour was incredible. It was, I was, if we had more than an inch of rain in less than an hour. That's insane. So, yeah, if you can't get a tarp down during that, that's uh, no bueno, as the kids would say. So, uh, they had to postpone the game, and then they made it up last night at Camden Yards. Um, but, you know, looking at the standings, like, the Cubs are good, although they lost today, because like, I was watching that. Um, the O's are, the, the aforementioned O's are surprisingly not... The A's Han are uh, not bad this year. Um, the Red Sox are dog shit. Uh, uh, the A's, unfortunately, are good, but whatever. But, you know... The, the, uh, the Red Sox are dog shit, but Mookie Betts is having himself a time. 
He's in LA. He's in LA. He's playing well. He had three homers another night, which tied a major league career record. Thinks that the Red Sox management is ever going to regret letting Mookie go? I think they might because it's one of those things. It's like, look, this is this guy's worth an investment, man. He's worth the fan. I mean, this year you're not worried about fans because no one's coming in the games, but like he brings butts in the seats. You've got like you've got an offense that's just phenomenal. Yeah, man. Like, like why? Baseball, I will never understand baseball's obsession with not paying their players. And you know what? And in baseball and basketball in particular, um, I don't really get the fear of going into the luxury tax. Like, I get kind of wanting to not have be in it for five, six, seven years in a row. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, spend an extra 20. I don't know. It, this goes back to the discussion we've always had about cheap, uh, cheap, owners in all sports which you know i guess the old the old saying is you don't get rich by spending money but even still it's like come on you gotta spend money to make money yeah uh yes as uh chief wiggum once famously said about a situation that had nothing to do with it chief all those gears and motors must have cost a fortune well you gotta spend money to make money lou Mm -hmm. i i think that baseball ownership's disinterest active disinterest in spending money to keep star players around is does nothing but hurt the te- teams and the league yeah and then it's like, like it's it, it, give, it doesn't give people an incentive to really invest in a team if these personalities that I really like aren't going to be there in three years because oh their rookie deal is up and ownership's not going to want to sign them well and then it's weird you know if you're a team too that normally doesn't have a big payroll and you spend it all on that star and you can't build a team around him you have to trade him eventually it's 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 a weird I agree it's a weird thing with baseball I kind of would like to see that change I think we're seeing it change a little bit sometimes like you'll see a lot of teams shell out a lot of money for like all right these are franchise guys we need people in the stands we need a fan base to support a guy so I hope that's more of a permanent change going forward. On the other hand, you could be like the, the Miami Marlins who are on top of the NL East, uh, despite being a historically... Uh, my, here's my favorite Marlins fact of all time. This was legitimately our trivia question on yesterday's show. Um, I guess it's more of a... It was that the, we asked them to name the Marlins. This team has, since 1993, since they started, have never won their division. They have made the playoffs twice. Yeah. They have won two World Series. It is such a weird thing. But, like, they have as many World Series titles as the Cleveland Indians, who have been around since the advent of the World Series. Like, <laughs> the two wild cards, two World Series wins. I absolutely love it. It's such a great little oddity of a stat. Alvin Gentry, coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, got fired today. Got axed. Um, yeah, it's, it, you kind of look... Well, you look back and you go, "Oh, right. He only had he only had one winning season with them." So it's like, I think they were probably just like, "All right, let's let's start fresh. Let's start anew." He's not a bad coach. He had success with Phoenix, but I, I it just maybe wasn't a fit there. I think we talked in the um, it was the, it was the Great American Sports Bracket episode because the J.R. Smith moment was on there, and you threw out to me J.R. Smith or Nick Young. Who would you rather have? And that was just a fucking gut punch of a question. Um, now turns out. <laughs> so not only does I don't, David, what's the best like adjective to describe J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith's a serial knucklehead. That's the best adjective possible to describe J.R. Smith. Thank you. 
I'm still, you know what? I think JR is going to will them to a finals bid. Um, his his touch. Tortilla soup at somebody. Oh my God. Can you imagine if JR got kicked out of the bubble for doing something so stupid? I can imagine JR getting thrown out of the bubble for getting Henny drunk and riding a bike into a water feature. Pass out. Frank. Wake up. Frank, Frank. Or getting out of the bubble for fighting one of the animatronics on either Small World <laughs> or Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Mr. Toad's wild ride. He just fights Mr. Toad. Anyway. Um, or he does what Lou Williams did and goes with Jack Harlow to get wings at a strip club. What's poppin'? What a great mo. What? what a, go ahead. That's just have excellent food. Yeah. One of... So the urban legend is one of the best lunch buffets in DC is at a strip club. Well, we for an episode should put that to the test one day. I know how much you've always yeah, yeah. David, for the record, has always said he's wanted to visit a strip club. We'll make that happen one day. Uh, absolutely. It's on, it's on the record. Uh, it is true. I can't say it if it weren't true. It's on the internet. At the last home game for the DC Defenders, yeah. which I will say again. It was terrible fun. name, terrible, terrible name, but I was part of the beer snake, and, and that was just so much fun. Yeah, man. I just want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to cut promos before every game, um, calling people candy asses. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. I had more fun at an XFL game than I've had at any NFL game I've ever been to. I will say the only NFL game I've ever been to was a Ravens-Vikings game in December of 2013. It snowed that day. Um... And there were five touchdowns in the last two minutes. That's a pretty fucking wild game. That's never it, like the wildest finish in NFL history. It's like, cool. I don't have to go to another one. I, I, I went to one. It worked. I'm good forever. Um, I'm sorry. Wildest finish in NFL history was when the boat threw a touch, threw a pass that got batted down and the Jaguars still scored. Oh, uh, the hail Mary in 11, right? Yeah. 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 Um, that doesn't. It was it was fourteen. Was it? It was Bortles wasn't Bortles wasn't on the team in, in eleven. Oh, I'm thinking of another Jaguars hail mary in the end zone. Um, yes. That one was 2011, I think. That was against the the Texans or something like that. But yeah, no, yeah. I w- I went to one of the wildest games in NFL history, and I'm I'm happy with that. Um, but anyway, thank you. Doesn't have anything to look forward to. No. Uh, <laughs> The receiving core is not great. The running back core is also not great. But you know what? We've got Gardner Minshew, baby! Hey! Old, old, old Hammerhand himself. Uh, old Hammerhands. Old Hammerhands who will... Uh, he is your new dad now. And not just... Not just daddy. He is your new dad. Your mom loves him. Yeah, I can't imagine my mom would actually like Gardner Minshew. I think she had to deal with enough of those people... Uh, being friends with my brother and i can say that because sam does not listen to underemployed anyway that is the third bonus episode um i guess i'll i'll before we go i'll say this i mentioned it on the episode that we had both been not in in the best of head spaces to record episodes uh particularly me i i you know just a lot of stuff going on so but the britney episode took two months just because it took a little while to get her to make it work with her schedule. Uh, but this last one took two months to release because we just didn't really have a lot to talk about. Didn't have the energy as I alluded to. So going forward, we'll, I in particular will really try and make sure that we don't 
have two month waits before episodes. Um, I'm okay with one month just since I got this job, um, but two months is too long. I'm not sure what the uh, next episode will be. If it'll be normal, if we'll have something, you know, different, but we'll have something. Um, and I hope that I'll, you know, I'll try, I'll, I'll try and kind of pick the spirits up. So. I appreciate y'all for listening. I uh, hope everyone's doing well. I know that this is still a a rough time for a lot of people, but just uh, be grateful for stuff you have and go forward and enjoy life the best you can. And eventually we'll get through this and we'll be able to kind of get back to normal. Until then, uh, be safe. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns, share with me. Fairy tales I make believe. I used to have a lot of bros that I don't fool with. I used to have a lot of homeboys I ain't cool with. A lot of people that I nigga went to school with. Happy as hell to see the big dog doing it. But wouldn't none of them believe it though? That I would be bigger than Curtis Blow.